Hi everyone, welcome back to A Little Jaded. This is Jade Zalewski here, and I'm here with my executive VP of Jaded Productions, Joanna Serrano. Hello everyone, welcome back. So today we're going to start the first episode in a little series where we dive into the like evolution of specific artists and we just dedicate a whole episode to one artist and today we are starting with none other than the Jonas Brothers if anybody's watching the video me and Jade are matching we have our Jonas Brothers shirts from the Happiness Begins tour so yeah we're just gonna dive into just all things the Jonas Brothers so I guess with the first question Jade what was your like first experience with the Jonas Brothers or your like personal experience with them? Yeah, so funny, funny story. Um, my experience with the Jonas Brothers started my almost started my entire like experience with fangirling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a huge Disney Channel stan, um, still am. So yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, so I would watch a lot of the Disney Channel in the Disney Channel era where Miley Cyrus was huge and mm-hmm. Selena Gomez was huge and evidently the Jonas Brothers were also very huge on that. So I would, you know, just go around and pick up as many magazines from, you know, the different teenage magazines that I could and, you know, cut out all the pictures that I could and just post them all over my walls and uh, not Facebook walls. I mean, like real walls. (laughs) Uh, I would take all of those and, you know, just like put them up and me and my childhood best friend, we were just huge, huge Jonas Brothers fans and she loved Nick and I loved Kevin and (laughs) my older sister was a Jonas Brothers fan as well and she loved Joe. So we each had our own person and I think we actually had it scheduled out in a way that nobody could pick the same person and I'm pretty sure my oh my god was allowed to go first so she picked Joe and I picked Kevin and um my friend picked Nick so it was just like it was really funny to see and we just went around blasting you know burning up and I learned the whole big yes. Rob verse yeah yeah yes. and, um, <laughs> And like Love Bug and Fly With Me and just all of the really, really classic songs. And Year 3000, of course, you know. Oh, yes. Do you remember that commercial that Disney Channel put on and they would put on the music video almost every single commercial break in between? Oh, like the all Jonas the time. Episodes? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. It was, those were the days when the Jonas Brothers were on every commercial on Disney yeah. Channel. Oof, that was a yeah. time to be alive. That was a time. And, and the, uh. And the like Friends for Change thing, weren't they in the <gasps> Friends for Change commercials too? Yes, the original Friends for Change. That that whole group, yep, iconic. They're Disney yep. royalty. Yep. Oh yes, definitely. Like <laughs> they've never stopped being Disney royalty, but they've managed to, you know, make themselves their own brand in a way too, which is which I found really cool. Still, like as being a fan now, you know, eight-year-old Jade, you know, was cutting out magazines and you know saying Kevin's my favorite and Blasting Love Bug, <laughs> still doing the same things. But you know, um, it's yeah. just it's so funny to see the evolution of them from like Disney Channel to. They remember this tour, which is like coming very, very soon, you know, yes. <laughs> which is like, I don't know the exact start date, but I know I got my tickets. Um, So yes. <laughs> it's like, it's just so crazy to see. And now like being in the music industry and like, you know, my experience with them now and, you know, being a street team member at Jonas Group Entertainment is just like, mm-hmm. 
it's kind of totally full circles, you know, to yeah. coming from coming from them being my first band that I that I really stand that I was really a hardcore fan of. And now mm. like being a street team member at Jonas Group Entertainment is like just crazy to me. And yeah, I don't know. I, so what like what is your experience exactly with, you know, the Jonas Brothers? Well, I love that you brought up the whole um, the Jonas Group Entertainment street team thing, because I remember just a quick little like side bit about this. Um, I remember always seeing people in Jonas Group Entertainment. Like once I started getting into like street teams and things, I saw a lot of people like posting about Jonas Group. And at first I just thought that that was just a name. I was like, oh, it's just called Jonas Group, whatever. And then I saw something, I saw somebody post something about it. And then I saw that it was run by Kevin Jonas Sr., AKA their dad. I was like, what? Are you telling me I could have been in the street team like run by the father of the Jonas Brothers? Are you kidding me right now? And so of course I applied and I got in and same thing with you. Once I got in, I was like, this is like the biggest full circle moment for me ever because I guess now I'll go into like my experience with the Jonas Brothers from from that. But I grew up with an older sister also who was eight years older than me. So around the time when the Jonas Brothers were like their hottest, like around like 2006, 2008, I was literally like six to eight years old. And my sister at that time was like 14 to 16, which is that's, I'm so jealous of her that she got to be a teenager at like their prime time. That's amazing. But growing up, like always sharing a room with my sister, she was always blasting their music. She had all their CDs. Whenever we would go on road chipping, she would put the CDs on and we would just play it on loop. I have a vivid memory one time of going to Disneyland and I live in Northern California. So it's like a six hour drive to go to LA. And we were listening to like the same CD. It was Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. Yes. We that whole CD the entire way. And we just kept looping it. And it was amazing. I just vividly remember like the second that I got like an MP3 player or anything or a phone, like instantly I had the Jonas Brothers on it. I was obsessed. I was a Nick girl. Proudly yes. so. <laughs> I've always been a Nick girl. Same thing with you, Jade. Like they were my first big like experience being like a fangirl prior to them was the Naked Brothers band but that's a story oh yeah yeah I was with them I was like yeah like five or six but that was like the gateway yeah yeah that was like yeah that was the gateway into like the whole boy band era yeah yeah our era you know and then yeah the Jonas Brothers I was always always huge with them and I never got to see them in concert or anything or like live out my fangirl dreams because I was like literally eight years old and my mom was never going to let me go and see a show or anything and like my sister went to like the camp rock tour she went to the a little bit longer tour she went to everything and I was just like girl I'm so so jealous of you it's crazy because growing up me and my brother like literally all of my siblings we all stand the Jonas Brothers I love it my two brothers my sister and me we all love them and even my mom, I remember she, whenever we'd play like any music, like burn it up or something, she'd be like, oh, these guys are good. <laughs> and it was just the best. But growing up, we always would say when they come back, we're going to see them in concert. Like for years, we would always say that because their hiatus was like, how long was their hiatus? Long time. Long time. Too long. long time. I think, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm, Mm, I feel like it was more than six years like I don't want to give an exact number because I can't remember but like yeah you know what I mean 
Yeah, it was it was a long time yeah. because their last album together was Lines Vines Trying Times. Yeah. And that was like No, wait, I thought it was Pom Poms. That wasn't an album. That was a single. Oh, that was a single. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, long, long time. And so for Uh years, I never stopped listening to them, always listening to them. And me and my brothers would always say, when they come back, we're going to see them, mark my words. But for like back then we were like that's just a dream it's like now saying if one direction comes back you know what I mean it's yeah. just like okay if that ever happens we don't know yeah. that but... might be harder because they're not brothers but like yeah you know, we could still try <laughs> yeah exactly but we can hope you know yeah. but with the Jonas Brothers we were like okay when they come back like I'm going I literally could not care less I'm going to see them like mark my words it's gonna happen and so when they made their comeback my eight-year-old self was thriving it was it was insane for me and so got to see them twice at the happiness begins tour I love them so so much my favorite album is a little bit longer the album it's so so good like they're always going to have such a special place in my heart because I just I've grown up with their music and I think that a lot could be said about them like you said like us being in the music industry now and like seeing them both from like a fan's perspective, but also from people who like, you know, have like the mindset of wanting to be in the music industry. Like they've definitely done something right in terms of keeping that longevity because obviously they were huge with Disney Channel, but then, you know, once they started branching out is kind of when they had like their fallout. And like, if anybody's seen like their um their Amazon Prime, like documentary, like they talk all about it. Like they definitely had a falling out and it's definitely because of like their time in Disney. And I know that that's going to be our next topic, like talking about them in Disney, but uh-huh. they've definitely been able to really stay true to like their brand and, yeah. you know, like what works for them and creating music that they really enjoy. And I feel like that really translates to the fans. We could tell that they're back in a good place like they were back then compared to when they were trying to force it. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's totally you could tell that even like Jonas like season two you know was like uh forced mm-hmm. like I I just went back and watched it you know you did from, yeah yeah like uh, <laughs> on Disney plus or whatever and um yeah it was just so interesting to watch you know now as like a 20 year old versus when you're mm-hmm. like eight years old and you just you're just watching it and you're you're not really thinking behind it and not only is it a little bit cringy, it feels really forced and it feels oh, yeah. like nobody's happy to be there, you know, kind of in yeah. a way like, um, I don't know, it just feels really forced like that. But I think, and also um, favorite, my favorite album just so happens to be like the, like the actual Jonas Brothers album. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With like, Hello Beautiful, When You Look Me oh, In The Eye, my- Australia. Oh, I can go on and on about their discography. (laughs) When you look me in the eyes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And fly with me. uh, But I know fly with me is not on the albums, obviously not. But um, just fly with me still happens to be my favorite song. So that's my favorite song. Shout out. Yeah. (laughs) I love it so, so much. When they, oh, seeing them in like in concert and having them perform all of their throwbacks, just. Yeah hit home for me so much forever I'm going to say that that was my favorite concert well concerts because I went twice <laughs> that I ever went to just because of the nostalgia factor yeah and same with Jade I got tickets to see the um remember this toy and I'm so excited that's gonna be, gonna be my first concert back from amazing. Like COVID. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so excited. I know we're going to talk about the Disney days first, but I'm so excited to get into the happiness begins tour. But anyway, um, so the, the Disney, you know, like the Disney days were just, it was, I think it was really interesting to see from Camp Rock and all, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole series, um, all the way to the Jonas LA, you know, I think it was just an interesting evolution because, you know, they could no longer pass as like these young teenagers. They were now officially like grown men. It's interesting to watch even, even going back, you know, I watched Camp Rock and I watched a little bit of, you know, Jonas, Jonas LA and Jonas um, to prepare a little bit for this episode. And Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) it's interesting going back to see because like in Camp Rock and stuff, it looks like it's genuine. It looks like everybody's just having so much fun and like the time of their life. And then you go to Jonas like LA and it just seems a little bit less like that. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that with Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2, it was a lot more genuine just because, well, if for anybody who hasn't seen the documentary, um, I know that they say that that was that was huge for them because it was a movie that was just built around them, built around, mm-hmm. you know, Joe's the main character and then they have this band and it was huge for them. And I think that that definitely played a huge role in like the skyrocketing of their career. And I think that with Disney, you know, they really, they really try to like keep their artists and like, um, their actors, all of those people, they really try to keep them relevant and keep them like continuously like like in a new movie or in a new show. Like even if you think about like Zendaya, like she was in Shake It Up and then she was in Casey Undercover. And even with that same exact thing where she was already an adult at that point playing like a 16 year old. She was Mm -hmm. like 20, 21 years old in like this kiddie show. And I feel like even with that, you can tell that it wasn't as genuine as when she was younger and she was and you know shake it up because it was a lot more forced like okay I have to do this in order to keep my career going Mm -hmm. and I feel like for the Jonas Brothers they owe a lot of their like beginning success to Disney because they were the ones who kind of gave them that shot you know Mm -hmm. and so I feel like for them it was almost like an obligation like okay we need to keep this going but it definitely created an issue for them like for their image as a serious band outside of Disney because Mm -hmm. even now like when the Jonas Brothers were coming back I remember I was telling so many of like my coworkers, I was like I'm so excited I love the Jonas Brothers like I can't wait to see them and they were like oh aren't they a Disney band and people are so Mm -hmm. quick to say those things because that's where they started but Mm -hmm. in reality like for anybody who like wasn't like aware of it like they had like huge huge like stadium shows they were mm-hmm. massive yeah. and granted it was like to owe like a lot of their successes from you know Disney because they got like a huge like part of their fan base from that but like outside of Disney they had their own albums they had their own music and I feel like with Jonas and Camp Rock and all that you could definitely tell that like they their hearts weren't really in it anymore as they were getting older like how you said mm-hmm. yeah they I think they owe like a major part of their 2000 success to mm-hmm. Disney. Um, and I think that, you know, they owe a major part of their success as a whole to Disney. That's not to discredit mm-hmm. their work or anything, of yeah. course. I think it's just, you know, Disney is such a such a powerful company, you know, like mm-hmm. that they can they can do that for, for stars. And that's absolutely incredible, you know. And I think when it's your time to, you know, like exit a company, you just kind of, you just kind of know and, you know. And um, so, like, I'm glad that they were able to, 
you know, realize that for themselves, um, you know, and try to figure out what's best for themselves, even if that caused a hiatus, but like they're back now. So it's not really, yes, you know, so, exactly. So it was like, you know, everything worked out okay for them, which is, which is awesome. So like, I love re- reminiscing on their Disney days and I, I oh, always. love watching Camp Rock again, just made me realize how much I loved that movie. And- oh, I love it. I have it on DVD. <laughs> Trust yeah. when that movie yeah. came out. I begged my mom to buy me the DVD. I was like, but it has the Jonas Brothers in it. Yeah, I'm like, you I feel like understand. you needed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, I think I, I remember even, um, I know it wasn't like part of Disney, but it was, I remember the, the 3D movie that they, they came out with. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I remember it. like, I remember being sick one day and I went to my grandparents' house because my mom had to like run errands and stuff. And um, my grandma was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, can you put this DVD in? And it was, <laughs> and it was the Jonas Brothers 3D movie. And she was like, okay. And then I was just like watching it and living your best life and living my best life and that one scene at the beginning that I still remember they had all just woken up in the hotel room and and one of them was shaking the table and saying earthquake I couldn't I can't remember who it is but it just it makes me I feel laugh because like I probably can still remember Joe. It. It, that just I feel like I know exactly which scene you're talking about too yeah yeah exactly and I'm like I just can't remember exactly what it is maybe I should have done more homework and watched more <laughs> of it but yeah I think it was um yeah, I don't know who it was, but it was, just, it cracks me up because that's something that I, that I still remember, you know, yeah. 12 years later or however, however many, I don't remember exactly the first time I watched it, obviously, but you know what I mean? Like, it's something yeah. that I still remember, which like brings us into, you know, like the, the peak of their career and into their breakup a little bit. I wasn't, I kind of had moved on to Justin Bieber during like the peak of their career. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't really there for that and I wasn't really there for their breakup. Um, Mm -hmm. But I always, I like really liked them and stuff still. And I still listened to all of their songs and stuff. I just didn't stand anymore, you know, in a way Um, because, you know, Justin Bieber had just come out and I was like, and as I've said, as (laughs) I've said before, yeah, I was like obsessed and I was like, you can only like one person was, you know, and so same thing exactly so I just like I moved on to Justin Bieber so like where I want to know like were you there for the for the uh peak and like the uh, breakup yeah so well as we've said like we were really young so it's we definitely had different experience like where we were you know like when everything was going on but their peak I definitely remember well their peak was definitely in 2008 at least like I don't want anybody to come for me and be like they haven't reached their peak yet they can have I think that the great thing about an amazing artist with like amazing longevity is they can have multiple peaks you know what I mean I think that they can have multiple times where they're achieving massive massive success and I think that for them their first massive peak was the a little bit longer album I actually did like a lot of research on that album recently because I love it and it is their like highest grossing um album today burning up was their highest grossing single ever until oh, yeah. they came back with sucker in 2019 that oh, yeah it. really yeah That's it did awesome. and I think that that definitely has to like de- deal with no more like like not as many people are purchasing things on iTunes. It's a lot more with like streaming. And exactly. if you haven't listened to our last episode about like streaming and all that, definitely yeah. go listen to it because yeah. we talked all about that. Yeah, they but, were before social media, like a little bit mm-hmm. too. So it was like, 
you know, now with social media and stuff, it makes sense that sucker pass burning up. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a burning up stand. So like, I'm Always. like, wow, I can't believe yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, definitely go check that out. Like how social media has influenced, um, you know, like streaming and the music industry, but go on, continue. Yeah. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. It's definitely because of, um, you know, with like Twitter and everything, like when the Jonas Brothers came back, it was trending. Everyone oh was gosh. like, oh my yes. God. And then especially considering it's been like, it's kind of crazy to think about how like the A Little Bit Longer album was in 2008 and it's now 2021. Like they are reaching such like a massive new audience. Like for a lot of people who are a lot younger, this might be the first time that they're experiencing a Jonas Brothers drop or they don't even like really know who the Jonas Brothers were. So they're reaching a wider new audience. And so I think that's why that sucker definitely. Um, like surpassed burning up even though same I love burning up everybody loves burning up <laughs> oh yeah but, oh yeah I definitely yeah and their their breakup like I remember hearing about it but I I wasn't there you know I was just like oh the Jonas Brothers broke up oh that's okay they're still brothers you know what I mean like they just broke yeah. up as a band but you know like kind of kind of taking it into their solo careers you know uh you know Jealous and Chains for Nick were oh. huge off the charts I still listen to them yes oh my gosh yes you're right oh. and like and DNCE was popping off with you know with Joe in it and I think I don't know if Kevin put out solo work I think he was focusing on his family right and um yeah so he had his um he had like a very short-lived um reality show that was like married to Jonas because oh he gosh, had like a yeah. family mm-hmm. that was a yeah. big thing and that was definitely like again I'm always gonna reference it if you haven't seen the documentary go watch it they go way in depth with like their breakup and everything yeah. like a lot more than we possibly can mm-hmm. but with um with Kevin with um, his reality show it was definitely also kind of like forced move by like you know their management and everything because obviously like Joe was moving on with DNCE huge success and then you know Nick obviously had his huge success with you know like all of his solo music and so Kevin obviously like vocals aren't his main thing like his main thing is playing instruments and so for them I guess it made sense because he had like a family that it would be interesting to take a look and like the inside like the background of like him raising his family mm-hmm. but they had they definitely have made statements saying how that was not the best move for them because they yeah. were kind of on the rocks with like all the brothers were kind of on the rocks because they were all doing their own thing after the breakup and so yeah it was weird exactly and we don't exactly know the obviously the family like dynamic at that point we don't know the family mm-hmm. dynamic even now you know what I mean so it's like yeah. it's just interesting to see all of the things that were happening during our childhood that we were watching and how many things that and how that how in-depth they're going now you know with these certain things they're like oh we didn't like this or oh we love doing this you know so I think it's I think it's just interesting to see and I you know it makes me excited to see what kind of things we'll find out later on about artists that we're listening to now you know what I mean like oh Oh, yeah you know at this time period I was blah 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 like you know on the rocks with my family um and so I think that's super interesting but like let's get out of the sad stuff and talk about the happiness begins 
tour and reunion I freaked the heck out whenever that um tour got announced and when that album came out like me and my bet like my best friend now we were talking about um not the same as my childhood friend we're different now but um so we were talking about we were like oh my gosh we have to go we have to we have to so we snatched our tickets like as soon as they went on sale um and we got floor uh like two seats away from the barricade and it was just I'm so jealous it was an incredible night my friend apparently touched I now I didn't see it but I was being like shoved against the it was my first time at barricade guys so <laughs> I was like just just trying to um you know like focus and not die and not like get my ribs yeah. brushed in so I was like um but my friend apparently like touched Nick's bicep and I'm like really jealous uh, of it but you know um yeah. so it was just it was really funny and like the two ladies next to us because we I was like well I don't want to take their spots at barricade you know they're right next to barricade and I don't want to just like move over so yeah. we like during the opening act we moved over but we asked them first you know we were like are you guys going to go in barricade and the one was pregnant so we assumed no we oh. were like we were like you probably should shouldn't you know yeah. <laughs> um, but so like we walked over kind of during the opening act and like we stood there and then when the Jonas Brothers came out everybody of course rushed the barricade and I was like yeah. glad that we got our spots finally you know like that we got our spots earlier because all of a sudden our entire row like crushed into the barricade and I was oh, like yeah. oh, my rib like my, I was right up against the barricade <laughs> and my ribs were like <gasps> like we got out of there and I was like oh, mm-hmm. I can breathe like oh my god that was the scariest this and especially when they started walking then everybody started pushing even harder and oh, yeah. I was like halfway over the barricade but not even by my own accord like I was just being thrown over but that was my <laughs> first time at barricade guys so I'm sure that Very usual has, in the yeah. general mission pit yeah exactly like I've never been I've never been pit before like I've never done like barricade before or anything so I'm just like Ooh, I was like, I know it's possible, but oh my gosh, that was the hardest thing of my life. It's an experience. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I think it was just such a fun experience to watch, you know, and I think their energy was like coming through the entire crowd. And I think that mm-hmm. they had some cool, like they had super cool, you know, not only pyro, but like they had the inflatable guys that, um, oh my know, God, yes. around that you see in front of the car shops. And, uh, and I, it was just, it was crazy. And I think it was like, it was one of the coolest here wait I have it it was one of the coolest experiences of my life and I know Joanna went to two I only went to one but Joanna um didn't you want to talk about like your experience with happiness begins oh also my favorite song is roller coaster but anyway Joanna (laughs) oh my god yes love so from the happiness begins album your favorite roller coaster. yeah yeah good choice good choice oh my god I can't even oh how do I even choose a favorite roller coaster? For me, I think when the first time I heard roller coaster, I was so emotional because the fact that it had like the like the lyrics like that they were like on roller coaster, and it made me think back to this song from the self-titled album "Goodnight and Goodbye." where they reference that they're on like on a roller coaster ride and so instantly I was like oh my god are they making a reference to like you know back in the day I was freaking out and I got so so emotional and like even like thinking back to like 
like the concert movie, I have like a vivid memory of like them performing Goodnight and Goodbye and they're doing all these flips and like Joe like flips Nick and it's so yes, good. The and classic. Doing, like, Nick would do all his spins Nick's and like doing a handspring, like a, a round of yeah. handspring right back to stage. And like, what? When did you guys? Uh, they were gymnasts? acrobats. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Like, when did you guys join gymnasts? stuff yeah you know gymnastics (laughs) yeah and so oh my god so I guess I would have to say probably roller coaster is one of my favorites or hesitate so so good because I I know I said I'm a Nick girl but Joe also they all hold a special place in my heart who am I kidding yeah yeah like I love them all but like growing up I like I definitely would like switch between like Nick and Joe but like at the end of the day I have to say like what about Kevin I love Kevin. Okay, not you know justice for Kevin. We I feel yeah. like now now he is getting so much more like recognition that like that he deserves. Period. I feel like back then he was so neglected. It was hey, like, I like Kevin. Honestly, power to you because yes, I didn't know anybody. Kevin was my favorite. Excuse me. Yeah, I I didn't know anybody like Kevin either besides me. So I yeah. was like. I am a one woman show over here. <laughs> yeah. Not to make a reference to the song one man show, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah. No, make the reference. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God. I had, I didn't know anybody who liked Kevin back then. Not going to lie, especially because I was younger. I was like, eh, like I just didn't really like care about Kevin. And now I'm just like, who am I kidding? Kevin is everything. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like screaming. I have videos <laughs> from the concerts of me screaming like, I love you, Kevin. <laughs> me. I somebody yeah. I, I sent my concert videos to the Jaded team the other like uh I want to say it was two months ago to make a TikTok. Yeah. And um I one of my videos, I, I think it was my no, what did it say? I was cracking you're up. like I touched Kevin. <laughs> something like that because <laughs> because she like barely like or you could tell the story if you want yeah to, you, like, barely touched him yeah I barely touched Kevin and here's how and here's why I so <laughs> like I said I was up against the barricade and I and I was watching them and I was towards the b stage um so towards the end of the end of the walkway aisle thing mm-hmm. and I was watching them be like pushed around and shoved by all these people like trying to touch them and I you know like so their entire time walking down I was just watching that and I was like this seems cruel like they're not animals like they're you know it's not a petting zoo like people like (laughs) so I just I felt I was like about to put my hand down completely and then and then I was like and then Kevin was like walking on our side so then I literally just took my pointer finger and just lightly tapped him on the shoulder <laughs> and then it was like that was it and I was like I touched Kevin it was oh like my God. you're was like so you're funny. like I have to be respectful yeah it was a respectful touch I was like yeah like because <laughs> oh I just felt so bad I was like like they're being pushed around and shoved and like no, I yeah. was like I don't I, was, I don't even want to like touch them anymore because I was like I just felt bad you know it was yeah. such a the barricades were like about to fall in and I was like oh my god and barricade is not for me I am too scared for this like <laughs> oh yeah oh my god I wish I was barricade though like I went to I went to two shows but for both of them I was like seated the first show I couldn't get any tickets to the show that was closest to me so I had to go to another city which is like two hours away but I was like I'm doing what I have to do for yeah. the Jonas Brothers yeah like basically the same thing as you when you said like when you saw that they were going on tour and you were like we have to get tickets I literally I told my brother 
it's not a can we get tickets it's like we're getting tickets of like course. I was yeah. like end of story like this is happening because Dude. I had been waiting for this literally my entire life uh-huh. so I was like yeah no question we're going and so like I got tickets to see them like two hours away and I was near I was more so towards like the right side of the stage so uh-huh. I couldn't see the screens or anything which was so uh-huh. sad but yeah. I was still like decently close to them I was just like a little bit more elevated mm-hmm. and for the second show I was a little bit more closer to the B stage where ugh, I literally I have a video and looking back I'm like I can't believe I was that close I did not close yeah. enough to touch Kevin but I was still really close and it was just yeah it was just really it was like the best the best two shows that I've ever been to just because like like I said I never got the opportunity to see any of my favorite artists when I was younger I never got to see Justin Bieber One Direction like the Jonas Brothers I never got to see any of them because I grew up with a really strict mom and so my mom never allowed me to go see any of these shows and so obviously like when they came I was 19 and I was just like nobody can tell me what to do I'm going to see them and I had so much at the first show I was like I have to see them again because they did like a second round like they went to like a few more cities like a couple months later and so I went to see them and they were my second best show um before COVID happened like in December of 2019 and it was in December and I remember they did their Christmas song and it was so cute because they made it snow and they were all wearing like their little Santa hats and it was so cute it was so so cute cute. oh my gosh yeah I I loved it it was so cute yeah I went to it. I believe I was there in, oh, I can check my ticket. Um, September 3rd. I was there September 3rd and it was like my last, it was my last concert before, um, before COVID shut everything down. And um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Cause I, I was just a freshman in my, at my university and I was mm-hmm. like really nervous to be away from home for the first time, you know, living away from home. And I was like a couple weeks into it. And I just kept remembering like, thinking to myself, you know, I got, I have the Jonas Brothers in a couple weeks, you know, like that's, you know, it's going to get me through this couple weeks. Yeah. I was like, it's going to get me through this couple weeks is the fact that I'll see my friend again soon, you know, and like, we'll be going and we'll have fun. And, you know, cause there's a lot of, you know, we, we can get into that later, but there's a lot of pressure, you know, being, you know, being a first time college student. So I was like really excited to, you know, to see the Jonas Brothers, you know, so it was, it was a, it was a, it was a great time what a time to be alive you know honestly yeah like it just like I hate being that person who records like a bunch of videos at concerts but at the Mm -hmm. same time I love doing that just so that like I can look back at it and be like wow I was having so much fun like I look back at the videos and like I most of the time I don't even post any of the videos I just keep them for myself because my singing in them is horrendous oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah and then I don't even watch them back because my singing is so cringy sometimes you know I know but I just love looking back and like especially now that we haven't been to concerts in almost two years like just being able to look back at them just makes me so happy and it almost gives me that same like adrenaline rush of when I was there and remembering like wow like like I I can like still remember like when they opened with roller coaster and they like came down on that little on the thing, thing. yeah on Dude, the platform. I literally I remember before they came out I felt genuinely like anxious because yeah. I grew up loving them and I had never gotten the opportunity to see them and I was so nervous like <laughs> I was like holy moly this is actually happening like I'm actually going to see them like and after that the, the anxiety was gone I was just yeah. it was all good times I was so so yes. happy 
Yes, I love it. Yeah, and it was just it was such a it was such a surreal experience for like young fangirls such as us who have like had a bunch yeah. of experiences since then, but have never actually seen the people that started us out in the fangirl world, you know. So I think it was yeah. definitely it was something. It was quite the sight. No, wait. Yeah, I I sorry. I remember. I just remembered that I didn't. I was in after just after the Jonas Brothers I popped into big time rush for a little while before oh yeah just to make that accurate you know because I think I because I remember I wasn't there for the breakup but I don't know who I was in big time rush yeah so but we we need to talk about big time rush too at some other point you know (laughs) they were iconic honestly I could talk about boy bands forever proudly so I could talk about boy bands. yeah I don't care yeah you know what the Jonas Brothers are a man band now (laughs) yes they are they're grown they're married they are a man band now yes a hundred (laughs) percent I like that man band that's yeah that's literally amazing so I mean with all that being said you know um I I'm really excited for the remember this tour and do you think that there's has there been an announcement that there's going to be an album or is it just like they're just going to play all their stuff from the previous albums so obviously they released their latest song with Marshmallow and Bop. It's such a bop. Yeah. But I believe that they're in the works of releasing some more music. I don't know if it's exactly going to be an album. I don't even know if they know it's going mm-hmm. to be an album, to mm-hmm. be honest. But they also teased how with the upcoming, um, I believe it's the Winter Olympics that's coming up. They yeah. are going to do some sort of like, um, they're going to do like a release of a new song and they're going to do like a little collaboration with the Olympics, which is so oh, huge cool. for them. I'm so excited for them. I can't oh, wait to see whatever amazing. that is. Yeah. Yeah. That's but amazing. I don't know if they're specifically, I know that they're releasing a song called Remember This and that's why it's the Remember This co- Tour. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. I'm so excited. And, you know, yes. so, um, you know, if you end up going to, which one are you going to, Joanna? San Jose one? I'm going to, so they're not coming to San Jose. They're going to Mountain View, which is like okay. 20 minutes away from me. I got so you. if anybody's going to the Mountain View show, yeah. it's August 27th um, at the, what is it called? The Shoreline, Shoreline Amphitheater. I will yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, if anybody's going to the Pittsburgh one on October something, <laughs> I want to say six, but I'm not totally sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just snatch the tickets and run, you know, I like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't memorize it until it comes up. Like, you know, until we get towards October, but yeah, if you're going to the Pittsburgh one, hit me up. I love to see you. Yes. Oh girl. It's been on my mind since I bought the tickets. I have like, I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous because we haven't gotten any shows in oh my gosh, yeah. years. I know it's definitely going to be nerve wracking, but you know, I guess if you've made it this far in the podcast, then you deserve to know that we will be having a concert podcast soon. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so we'll be talking. All we'll about, get all into that. You later. Know, we'll get all into the concerts that we've been to and, you know, all into concerts coming up and the safety and what exactly concerts are going to do. Yes. But um, yeah, so this is an amazing, you know, artist spotlight and music spotlight. And like Joanna said, um, this will be you know a recurring topic um yeah if anybody has any ideas of who we should do they should totally like dm us on instagram or something yeah 100 um 
yeah so that's gonna be it's gonna be great you know we're gonna try to make it a uh, monthly a monthly topic for the little jaded podcast so um with all that being said thank you so much to everybody for tuning in uh go stream the jonas brothers always oh and yeah we'll see you next time this has been a little jaded